Did you ever see The Wheel? That's right, hot off the heels from the Mother review. I have now seen The Wheel, so I've seen all of Darren Aronofsky's movies now. I feel like that, you know, quite an achievement. Uh, not really when there's so few of them. Anyway, uh, let's not bother with that nonsense and actually talk about The Wheel, starring Brandon Fraser in his, uh, at time of recording, Oscar-nominated, Golden Globe-winning, Critics' Choice-winning role. So... Got quite a bit of buzz because this is the uh, Brendan Fraser, what do they call it, Renaissance? It's like McConaughey's McConaissance. Anyway, it's Brendan Fraser's big comeback. He was in the Batgirl movie before it got completely binned. Um, there's quite a mad story about that, actually. Apparently, they um, literally select all deleted that movement. Um, but the like editors and visual effects artists and all this tried to fix it. Anyway, like, we're not talking about Batgirl movie that we'll literally never see. It's not a Snyder cut sort of scenario. But The Wheel, which is a real movie that does exist and has been released in cinemas and on home video. Yeah, so look, I've seen it. Let, let me get through this nonsense and actually talk about The Wheel. So Brandon Fraser plays this obese recluse man who is basically trapped in his apartment and he's teaching English classes at home to make some money, but he's he's not well. He's basically dying. And uh, at the start of the movie, we see him and he's having like serious heart issues. He's basically having a heart attack, I think. At least that's what it's sort of, the severity is showing. And he gets saved by this... Uh, Christian missionary, like door to door, knocking on the door. Uh, would you like to talk about Jesus type of missionary? So he saves him, and then the movie's following what is essentially Charlie, it's Brendan Fraser's character, his last week alive. And so he's decided to reconnect with his daughter, Sadie Sink, who is a bit of a nasty piece of work, some might say. She's not the most pleasant of characters. She's a uh, actually described as completely evil in the movie. Uh, she is manipulative, she is quite conniving, she's trying to be you know, super, she's super detrimental to those around her. You see it in her interactions with the Christian missionary, Thomas, and uh, even with Charlie's horses trying to you know, throw him under the bus, as it were, to do some damage to him by posting pictures on social media and things like that. But like the, this movie is, is generally regarding the characters. I've written in the blog about the performances and how I think they are. All of the performances are pretty good on it. Brendan Fraser is obviously getting the accolades because it's such a you know, different thing to see him in. I, you haven't really seen him in much since the early 2000s. And now he's back and playing this like emotionally driven movie. And you know it's, it's good to see a, a guy that was kind of known for his comedic films and his comedic elements. Uh, yeah, like You look at how funny he is and the Mummy, and you know he's in George of the Jungle, so he went from George of the Jungle by the Mummy to the Wheel. It's it's an interesting one, but he he is good in it now. So there's things about the movie I, I really like. I'll I'll start with the yeah I'll I'll start with the sort of elephant in the room as it were. Well, you see, Darren Aronofsky 
having seen all those movies, and I said this, I think, in the Mother episode, I do like them. For the most part, they are enjoyable. They're not always the most pleasant, the happiest, but they are quite interesting, and they sometimes have a lot to say. They sometimes have, you know, underlining allegories that aren't really that underlying. They're kind of blatantly obvious. See the Mother episode for more details on that. And this one has some of that in it like even the end like the last sort of shots of the movie is well like i'll talk about that at the end of this because i don't want to spoil it too much too soon but aronofsky does letter this movie with his love of religious commentary i don't know what it is about him but he's just been on like a mad sort of streak of doing movies that have some form of religious discussion in it you, you know this movie before this was mother which was basically a retelling of the bible and then he's done noah and you're just like right so he, he's clearly that's his message that's the thing he wants to talk about and you know it, it, it works for this movie it serves this movie quite well uh, the character thomas the is the missionary and you know he's trying to save charlie you know he, he recognized charlie's not got long to live so he needs spiritual guidance and things like that like like i said moments ago the the movies about the characters and, and basically the emotions that they're going through it revolves around charlie i've seen Darnofsky says that charlie's like the son of the movie and everything's orbiting around it which is quite a good um description because charlie is the sort of the light of the characters he is the um how would you say it yeah he's he's, he's kind of the like happiest the most upbeat about things even though he's in the worst scenario like he is physically dying in this movie and he is in a way you could say he's kind of suicidal because he continues to turn away offers of help and you know dive back into his like binge eating and you know he's, he's not he's not doing himself any favors let's put it that way is he actively killing himself i think there is a scene where he is legitimately trying to kill himself by eating so much it's it it's a difficult one to watch it's it's got a lot of hard-hitting elements in it and because it's 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 not about anything extremely sort of unusual or hard to get type of things like everyone can order a pizza and, and wired it so that element reminded me of the um ellen bursting story in requiem for her dream where she was like addicted to these like you know, sugar and like well uppers what are they called antidepressant pills so she's kind of addicted to that and then that slow descent like it's not the other stories which is about heroin because i don't know where you get that but i know you can go to the pharmacy and like you can pick up some antidepressants and this is kind of like her story but you know it's fleshed out a bit more and to be fair her story in that movie is the best part of it. i talk about about reckoning for a dream in we didn't do a rank of movies horror episode uh, because that movie's brutal at times and that's what aronofsky seems to does he, he seems to like just hit you hard over the face with not the most subtle of things <laughs> you know it's like this one's about addiction slappy about blah 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 uh, well in the wheel he it's about loneliness isolation and emptiness almost you know you look at the start where uh, Charlie's doing an online like Zoom lesson for his history or his English classes rather, 
and he you know he's is the only screen blacked out everyone surrounded him and it's just empty and it's zooming in and you see that in his character where his partner killed himself i think and his partner dies because the local church didn't like that there was two gay men and so he's feeling empty because of that and he, he does say in the movie that's what led to his weight increase and so he's you know he's missing something and that leads to in the last week of his life him trying to reconnect with the daughter and like i said she's just a complete terror in this movie she suckered me in because i was like oh, look there's times when she's absolutely horrible to this man and to like the other characters but i think she kept going to turn it around and she never really did well she never did it sort of happened by accident where she tries to take down the missionary thomas uh, by posting stuff and like getting him to tell his story while she records it and sends it to his parents and basically she's trying to like get one over on him but it backfires because in the end thomas realizes that he can go back to his family and he can resolve the issues he has but uh, she didn't think that was the case and she keeps trying to clean out uh, charlie in this um movie but he he's just never for breaking like that's how much of an upbeat sort of like aren't people incredible sort of stuff sort of like idea in it you know he, he says every now and again like it cuts i think twice to the zoom three times to the wee zoom lessons and he's like look be honest you like you have a great story this that and the other it's 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 good like the movie is good it's a hard watch because it's not subtle in its emotional swings so you're going to get real you know obvious like heart strings getting pulled real obvious pulls of the heart strings probably a better way to say it you can you can just you know it's coming because the score's coming up and to be fair at the start of the movie i was like all right what's the big deal about this movie okay yeah i know it's going to be a tough watch i know it's going to be a bit grim so i'm watching it and watching it and it does like do you steady pace and it does like slowly take you down into this like almost the you know, emotional manipulation of the characters as it kind of picks whenever uh ellie's mother shows up and liz he is maybe the best character in it she's definitely like the most enjoyable to watch because she's angry and she doesn't like hold back but she's still really caring she's like you know tough loving it uh, to brendan fraser's character throughout the movie and they find out or she finds out anyway that he had every opportunity to help himself but he chose not to do it because he wanted he wanted his daughter to get uh, all the money he had instead of him you know using it for himself to make his life a bit better because there is the the bit and it's it's in the trailer which is unusual because it's the emotional peak of the movie it's like the like the, the oscar scene uh, if he does win it i might post a week or like put a wee thing on if he did win it right at the end and just be like oh he, turns out he did win it i don't know if he will it's close between him and austin butler i think it could go either way um we'll find out soon enough uh when do i post these well, the, well you'll have known by the time this is out to be honest um so yeah so it peaks whenever he says that he just wants to know that he did one thing that wasn't horrible or that wasn't terrible and like that you know if that wins the oscar that will be the that'll be the bit that wins him the oscar if it does so he's you know he's on that sort of struggle train 
But guys, it's a difficult movie to watch. It's like Aronofsky does do that. He makes movies that are like tough going, but they're good. They're well put together in a way. Now, the end of it does have that stupid thing. Well, before we get to that, I want to talk about the title, The Wheel. Now, a lot of people are saying this movie's uh, fat shaming or, you know, because it's about a man who is overweight and there is quite a bit of nastiness in it, largely from the daughter, Ellie. You know, she posts a picture with, you know, horrible comments. Like, it's it's not pleasant and you can see that in the Charlie's character. Like, that does affect him. That's why his camera's not on in the Zoom or in the online learning lessons. It's basically saying that he has an issue that's easy to see, that you can't hide. Like, he can't hide his weight. He can't hide his size. So how does he deal with it? People are always judging him for it. Because my favourite bet, character in the movie is the pizza delivery guy Dan he drops him off a couple of pizzas every couple of days and you know it, it starts with them not knowing each other and then he's like alright it's you know the money's in the letterbox thanks bye and then you know he, he sees him but there's no real interaction it's just you know the pizza delivery man looks at him and kind of looks like shocked almost you know scared and Charlie he just looks disappointed and sort of like upset that you know He's been found out that he's been seen. And you know, even at the end, whenever he turns on the Zoom lessons and things like this, he brings out the camera and he, he shows them all you know, that you know, he's, he's something like a 600-pound man, I think is what he's described as. And I, you know, people are like, oh my goodness, this you know, look at this freak almost. So there is a bit of that in that movie. But I, I think for the most part, it isn't... Like, that's not the goal of the movie. The movie isn't trying to you know make fun or insult people who are heavy it's more his struggle with that and how the characters who are also struggling with it and interacting with it and how they're trying to help him but how he won't take help because he wants to help other people you know and, and i think that there's the sort of message and the moral of this story like i did i did enjoy it. i don't enjoy getting emotionally tortured but you know i do enjoy a movie that's like this. Uh, I think it's a good movie. Like I think it's a very good movie. It's reasonably well put together. It's largely because the script's incredible, and you know it was a stage play, and you can kind of see that because it's set in one room. That kind of you know, mirrors the isolation and the sort of you know loneliness of his character. It's quite interesting when Aronofsky says he's the son and everyone rotates, and then that's the same with the Zoom lesson. All the pictures are around him in the middle, and then him in the apartment and all the characters come to the apartment oh, uh, I almost said like Tommy was always the room but yeah but good <laughs> uh, no it's not like the room at all man I should do an episode in the room no uh, I shouldn't it's a tough one there's plenty out about the room there's not too much out about the wheel because it's it's you know it's my most recent movie to be fair it's quite good yeah so right the end right this is the spoiler bit right at the end no, not the end. I was talking about the wheel and the title of it. Throughout the movie, when Charlie has an anxiety attack or like a heart attack, he is read or someone reads to him or he recites uh, this uh, essay, which is about Moby Dick. Moby Dick's you know, second title is it's called Moby Dick or The Wheel by Herman Melville. That's, you know, books had two titles back in the day. The Hobbit or There and Back Again or whatever it's called, you know. And I think 
what's the Charles Darwin but the origins of species has got a second title it's like the you know advanced progressing in the preferred races or something like that it's a strange thing that they did back in the 18th century but I think that's what you know the movie's referring to is his sort of reflection of the Moby Dick essay that turns out his daughter has written and it's about how she thinks the book's bad and how it's rubbish and chapters in it that is there to break away from the monotony of the the book because of how rubbish it is i think that's what like he sees part of him in that description you know in the end it gets read to him by her whilst he gets up and walks towards her and then eventually floats up into heaven which is the weird ending but it's i'm like i mean what I would have done different than that was there's you know there there's like two random flashbacks or kind of sequences that are almost like a dream sequence where he's at the beach and the daughter's at the beach and he's stepping into the water and that's the last time he swam and stuff like this. Uh swam, swam. <laughs> wow, that's real Belfastism. So I would have just been like him stepping forward and then it cut the him stepping into the water and then that would have been it. I think, you know, it's 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 very on the nose. People says it's almost ruining the movie. How obvious that is. Uh, I didn't think it ruined the movie. I thought the movie was, you know, good because of the strong performances and the strong emotion throughout it. Radio, that'll do. Donkey, I think. Uh, read the blog. There's more in it there. Ask me a question online. I don't know. Like this is what people do at the end of podcasts for some reason, and I feel like I should do it. Maybe I should just stop doing it. Let's be fair. Drew's the only one. You're the only one that's listening to this. Radio.